Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the front office wealth management studio in Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East. Season number four, show number 33, recorded Monday, September 18th, 2023. I am David Leip, and tonight's show, we are talking tons of football. We've got Cody Markle here, the head coach at Alton High School, young guy taking that program on. We've got, in the Cougar Corner with Keaton, we've got Coach Adam Albertson, the women's tennis coach, great guy, and he's bringing in one of his top players, Sidney Rogers, a transfer from Bellarmine, guest number one in the leading off the show, Two awesome football players from Edwardsville High School. Seniors, Dalton Brown and Jake Curry. A couple of sports and lit students. One currently in sports and lit. One to be in sports and lit eventually, right? Yep. Next semester. You got something to look forward to. Before we get going with these guys, though, big thanks to partners. Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. Callaway Home Loans. Keller Williams Marquee, the Blasting Game Group. Integrity Spine and Joint Center. Front Office Fiduciary Network. Oakbrook Golf Club, Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. And three things you can do to help this podcast. Number one, subscribe to it. It's free and you love it. Number two, follow us in all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, the Gram. And number three, if you have a story idea, I get the best ideas from you listeners. If you have a story idea, email me, please, at... M-E-S-P-Dave at gmail.com. And remember, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team. Could be a middle school team, a high school team. You name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to M-E-S-P-Dave at gmail.com. And please put Team of the Month in the subject line. All right. 4-0. 1-0 in the conference. Congratulations, boys. Welcome back to the show, Dalton Brown. Thank you. And welcome back to the show. Second Thank time. Thank you. Senior yo. quarterback, Jake Curry. I should have introduced you as middle linebacker. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, Is that how you introduce yourself? Are you an interior linebacker? What are you? Yeah, inside linebacker. That's what I would say. Do we play with four linebackers at EHS? Yeah, we, have, we play a 3-4 defense. So two inside linebackers, two outside. And what's the style of this defense so far this year? Uh, We're trying to change it. We were... Almost like kind of a little passive the last couple of years, and we're trying to get a lot more turnovers this year, which we've done the first four games. I think we have over six turnovers in the first four games, which is good. If we can get takeaways and get the balls, the ball for the offense, you know, that's what I kept reading. Score on, some points. That's what I kept reading on the X, formerly known as Twitter, was Dalton Brown forces a fumble, right? Yeah. A couple of those on Friday night against O'Fallon. Yeah, I had one, and then Yose uh, had a strip sack, and I got I recovered you picked it. picked it up. Yeah. Good job. Congratulations. Thank you. And the offense so far, rolling smoothly, and you actually have not been allowed to finish a couple games because they pulled you. Yeah. Um, the Cahokia game, I came out early. Uh, Soul Day and I only played the first quarter, and then O'Fallon – I got taken out because I didn't have my mouthpiece in, and Yale went in and did a great job. I mean, that just shows how well we're coached. You didn't have your mouthpiece in. 
Yeah, so, I mean, if you look at all the pictures on, like, social media, I, I like, have it halfway in my mouth and, like, the other half's hanging out. I don't know. And they, they warned me in the first quarter. So the referee took you out? Yeah, he warned me in, in, like, the first quarter, and then he took me out in the fourth. So I don't know. But Yale stepped in and did a great job. So Yose played quarterback? Yale. Yale, Yale. Weaver. Oh, sorry, Yale Weaver. <laughs> I thought you said Yose. Yeah. Yale Weaver. Is and is it his brother who's tight end? Yeah, Jack. Okay. Jack, yeah. Jack. Okay. How do you feel about the offense at this point in this year? I mean, we're we're looking pretty good. I mean, but at the same time, there's a lot of stuff that we can improve on. Like we have so many pre-snap penalties, and I mean that just kills us offensively. But I think another thing about the O'Fallon game is we could have let that get to us, but we didn't. And then we have like. Eight guys, eight weapons that I truly trust, and I'm pretty sure that they all trust me, and I can get them the ball, and they can do whatever they want. I mean, it's awesome. You've been described as an accurate passer so far this year. Would you say that that's the strength of your quarterback game? Uh, I mean, I guess you could say that. I didn't have a very good completion percentage versus Kahoki. I think it was like a 38, and then when we played O'Fallon, I had like an 85, so... I mean, it's it's up in the air. I mean, you're winning games, man. Yeah, that's all that matters. I mean, the stats don't really matter. I could, I could like Cahokia, for example, had zero touchdowns that game, but I think all of our running backs scored. So I mean, if we're winning, I'm happy. Right, right. How would you describe the overall vibe of the team at this point, boys? Um, I would say it's pretty much senior led, like. The coaching has, I mean, it's changed with Coach Pick, but, I mean, not really, like, extreme, but, like, we're really senior-led. Like, the coaches do a great job, but I think all the seniors do a great job as well. Yeah, I think and just we have a couple seniors each position group, and I think you can tell that those kids are trying to lead by example because we've been here for a couple of years. Most of our – we've have five or six guys who have been playing their freshman or sophomore year, so they know how it's done, and they just – they want to show that to the underclassmen and so we can improve each week. You mentioned Coach Pickering. It's his first year as a head coach. And how's it been so far? Great. I think it's great. He's. I think he's doing a great job. I think he's doing really well with the D-line, as we can see. We're, a, we're, having, we're getting a great push up front. And then just I think he's doing a great job of getting us all together. He, For example, it's we're – we're uh, just these past couple of weeks. We've, I feel like we've had a lot, like great practices leading up to these games, and that's showed with the score. Got some big games coming up: Belleville East, East St. Louis. Belleville West is scrappy. Alton is scrappy this year. We've got their head coach Cody Markle coming on, coming on later. It's easy to start thinking about state and so forth, but I imagine you guys have just got to be focused on one game at a time. Yeah, that's like the real big thing. I mean, last year we always used to say it's about us, and we'd have weeks where we it would be about us, and we wouldn't really care like who we played. But and then there would be the weeks where we'd like focus and like, oh, we want to beat this team really bad, and we just let all the other noise get to us. But I mean, this year we've been taking it week by week. I mean, you could have asked anyone on the team last week who we were playing, and I, I mean, it didn't even. Like, we knew we were playing O'Fallon, but we weren't preparing to play O'Fallon. We were preparing to, like, go against anyone. I mean, you could have put Loyola out there. You could have put Soldan out there. I mean, we at the end of the day, it's about us. So 
whoever we play, I mean, kudos to them. I mean, it doesn't really matter who we play. We're just going to go out and play our game. And you started off with another week one victory over a great team from Missouri, yeah. Jackson. Yeah, it's showing, too. I mean, Jackson beat one of the best teams in Missouri, Francis Howe. And, I mean, their coach is just doing a great job over there. He's new, like Coach Pick. But, I mean, he came up to me before the game when we played him, and he was telling me, he's like, yeah, I mean, your offense is really impressive. Your defense is impressive. And he's like, you guys are a really good program. And, I mean, it's the same way for them. I mean, their defense was just as good without one of the best players in Missouri, Tony Terry. He's at Kansas. I mean, it didn't really show that he wasn't on the field. I mean, they were still getting a push up front. Are you guys having fun? It's your it's your senior year of high school football, and the thing is, you're working hard. You got to be students. You got all this stuff going on, and I think sometimes it's easy to forget that your kids playing a sport. Are you still having fun? I am for sure. You know, I've been waiting for this since my. Freshman year, since I've been playing Little Tigers to be a senior at the Edisville football team and just trying to lead the other guys. But, yeah, for sure, I think you sometimes get caught up in a whole mess and sometimes you got to sit back and just think about it like, wow, I'm a senior and you just got to remember you're gonna, you got to have fun with it. It's not so serious. It's a high school sport. But, yeah, I think I think all of us seniors are having a lot of fun so far. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean – We've all been playing football together since we were eight or nine years old, and, I mean, it kind of shows out there how close we are. All right. I want to talk about leadership. I want to talk about next year you're going to play at Carbondale, and I want to find out what your plans are for next year. But first, thanks to partner Cassins Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Casson's Inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at Casson's.com. Casson's has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car or a truck or a minivan anyplace else. With over 90 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. You guys are leaders on this team. What does that feel like for you when you show up for practice every day? Does it feel any different thinking, okay, I'm a senior, eyes are on me, or is it just the same for you this year? I mean, yeah, definitely I feel like everyone kind of looks up to us, me and Dalton, being we both played as freshmen. And I feel like there's days where, like, like today, for example, my legs were kind of hurting bad. But I knew if I was to sit out, then the sophomore or junior thinks, okay, since he's sitting out of practice, I can sit out because if he can, why can't I? So, I mean, you just put pressure in. Like, you got to push yourself. At the end of the day, like, everyone's looking at you, so whatever you do, everyone's going to try to follow. So, Yeah, I'll back him on that. I think that's for sure. I've had a couple injuries these past couple weeks, but if I can be out there, I think it just shows the other guys that I really – me and Jake, just we really care about them and just the rest of the seniors lead by example. For example, if you're not on the field, you're on the sideline, just be quiet, pay attention to your position coach and things like that. 
I think, yeah, big leading by example. And I think this year, like, I kind of realized throughout the years, leading doesn't always have to be negative. You know, you can encourage others rather than just con- like contradicting them what they've done wrong. I think if if you uh, like, and rather if you compliment them what they they uh, are doing and just telling them they're doing a good job, then they like respect you more when you say those things like, "Hey, we need to do better on this, this, and that." You hear that, Toddy and Jeff? Your your little boy's growing up. He's learning. He's learning the value of positive reinforcement. Good for you. Good for you guys. I know you're doing the right thing in the classroom, too. You're both honor students, both excellent students. I know that firsthand because I remember your research paper last year on. Oh, come on. Poet, something. Oh. I can talk about my formal essay today. I think you're going to like it tomorrow. Okay. You just wrote your essay for Sports and Lit. Good for you. I think you're going to like it. I can't wait to read it. And ben, I can't wait to ben follow. Ben Coleman's the topic. Ben Just Coleman. Yeah. All right. Slowest cross-country runner in America. Look up his video on YouTube if you think I'm lying. Best Slowest? athlete. Best athlete in America, though. Slowest. Slowest. Best athlete, though. He has cerebral palsy, and it, it, it takes uh, most people 20 minutes to finish a race. It takes, takes him, him like 40 like 40. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's so impressive. Yeah. Best athlete in America. All right. And I can't wait to follow your career as a student and – as an athlete at Carbondale yep. next year. Why did you pick Carbondale, Jake? Um, the reason I picked it, I mean, it's two hours away from home, and I feel like it was a good chance for me to – I mean, it was – Coach Hill is a great guy, and so is Coach Roland. I mean, the whole coaching staff, but, like, Coach Hill played quarterback at Carbondale, and Coach Roland has coached at Cincinnati, Tennessee, Auburn, like – those guys know what they're doing up there, and I feel like it's a great opportunity for me to go play college football there, and I'm going to go in in January and play spring ball, so we'll see what happens. So you're graduating in January. Yeah, I am graduating in January. So you're going to be a student at Southern Illinois University, Carbondale, in January. January 17th. I'll be 17, too. So You'll be 17 sitting in freshman classes at Carbondale. Yep. You ready for that? Yeah, I mean, at first I was like, when I committed to Carbondale, we we talked about it on my unofficial visit about me coming in early before they offered me, and I mean, when I when I talked to my parents, I mean, it's a big step, but at the same time, like you got to do what's best for you, and I feel like I have a good opportunity to go in and earn a backup spot or maybe even. I don't know, just something, earn something. A spot on the team. Yeah. Right? Get a dress. I don't know. That's my one goal is dress in the fall. So, How about you, Dalton Brown? Have you decided yet what your next step is going to be? Yeah, no, it's it's still – I'm still kind of up in the air. I, I want to play football for sure, and I've been recruited by some Division three, Division two NAI schools. So, yeah, I'm not sure yet, but I think I'm having fun in the process. Get to visit a bunch of cool schools, seeing a bunch of cool facilities. So, hopefully, just as the season continues, I get more looks and I can find a home in December and January that I can go play football and get a great education at. I know you visited WashU. I did, yeah, yeah. Where else have you visited? Uh, so I've been to University of Wisconsin Platteville. That was a really nice Division three school. Uh, I went to I went to Indiana Wesleyan two weekends ago. It's in uh, Marion, Indiana. That was a, that was a really nice school as well. And 
Uh, I think I'm going to go, I've been up to University of Central Missouri a couple of times, and I think I'm going to try and get to Truman State and a couple others during the season to get some game day visits and just connect with the coaches some more. So we'll see what happens. Awesome. Guys, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate your time. I appreciate all the hard work you do on the football field, and I appreciate the fact that you both set a positive example for all the students at Edwardsville High School, not just the athletes. I see you in the classroom doing the right thing, uh, being nice kids. I know you're working hard, um, but you've earned the respect of the faculty and, and your peers by, by the way you're doing it. So congratulations to you. Uh, that's first. Whatever happens in football, I'll take. But you're off to a great start. I wish you luck the rest of the way. I'll be there. I can't wait to read your essay tomorrow, Jake. It's going to be great. Dalton, can't wait to have you in class next semester. Yes, sir. Excited. Good, good luck, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Alton High School head football coach Cody Markle in the studio. But first, Edwardsville's got a bunch of great restaurants, but at the top of my list is Wang Gang Asian Eats. I've been a huge fan for years. Why? Their contemporary Asian menu is loaded with innovative takes on classic Asian flavors. Tasty appetizers like potstickers, choo-choo shrimp, crab rangoon, delicious entrees like their famous drunken noodle and the dragon poke bowl, make the, combined with their unique bar menu and world-class service makes Wang Gang a perfect destination for date night, family night, or even Sunday brunch. But if Asian ain't your thing, pop into Chappie's right next door for the best burgers, fried chicken shakes, and the coldest beer on the planet. Located just west of Edwardsville High School, it's easy to find, and you'll be super glad you checked out both places. By the way, all guests who appear on this podcast get a free shake at Chappie's. Coach Markle, welcome to the show. I appreciate you having me. Appreciate it. You took over just days before this season started. Yes, sir. Tough spot. Yeah, it was a little difficult trying to adjust to everything on the fly. But you'd spent the last two years as the offensive coordinator. Yes, sir. So you knew the kids, you knew the program, and you were ready to go. But still, you didn't go into this thing with, you know, you didn't have a preseason. You didn't even have a summer to get ready to be the head coach. And all of a sudden, this thing was just heaped onto you. It had to have felt at least a little bit overwhelming. Uh, in the beginning, um, when everything was told to us that our uh, previous head coach had stepped down, uh, I knew that from the get-go I wanted to throw my hat in the ring. And uh, I was just blessed that, you know, the Alton School District gave me a shot at proving myself. A uh, little, little frustrating, a little overwhelming at times, but I have a great staff with me, and the boys are just phenomenal. So, I mean, that takes a lot of pressure off of me to be able to um, adjust to everything and learn as I go and be able to focus on the game management and what it takes to be a head coach. I don't get to watch everybody that sits across from me coach. I don't get to see everybody run a practice. But I'm the tennis coach at Edwardsville High School, and when we played you, I stood on the side and kept looking over my shoulder because I wanted to see how this guy – who just takes over this program, what he's doing at practice. Okay, so wait, that was you? That was I me. was trying to figure it out. That was me. Did you think I was scouting you? You thought, who? I that? was wondering. I kept seeing the Edwardsville polo, and I was like, wait a minute. This guy just keeps watching. And I then I was watching. like, wait a second. I wanted to see. And the other reason I kept watching was I was intrigued by the enthusiasm. I love to watch good coaches coach. And you were into it. You describe your style. 
Oh, I love it. I mean, this has been my whole life. I mean, ever since I discovered football back in the sixth grade. Wait, I, you invented football? No, I discovered football. <laughs> I wish I invented football. But, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's just been, you know, just part of me. I mean, when everybody thinks of me, I mean, they're talking about my faith, my family, and my football. Those, That's the, the three Fs. The three Fs, exactly. So, I mean, that's just something that's really big and important to me. And, you know, I, I know a lot of guys in this sport's growing kind of thin with some people coming out. And I, I just wanted to make it a big popular thing again, especially in the Alton community. I love playing ball, and I love being around it. And you love being a Redbird. You were a two-way lineman at Alton High School, and then you played at MOBAP. So football is a big part of your identity and who you are. Yes, What's sir. it like to coach at your at your alma mater? Oh, my goodness. Uh, coming out of college, and then I get a text from Coach Dickerson, and he's like, hey, man, I need an offensive line coach. And I was like, oh, I'm there. Like, I love it. I want to be back in Alton. I want to keep, you know, bring the knowledge that I got from uh, all my coaches at college and try to help grow that offensive line, and, I'm, and it's just a blessing to be able to come back and be a Redbird again. So Are you I a teacher? It. Are I you am. a teacher? What are you teaching? I teach eighth grade honors math at the middle school. Did you always know that you wanted to be a football coach? I mean, you said football is part of your blood, and I can tell, but there's a lot of different things you can do in football. Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to play as long as I could, and obviously, um, you know, I couldn't continue playing after college just because of, I mean, I had so many injuries. I mean, my ankle and my knee and different things like that. So uh, whenever I got the chance to coach and be around football, I knew that still being around the game and being around it, and I love it so much, share my knowledge with the next generation of athletes. And that's my kind of way to giving back to the sport that gave to me for so many years. You are a young man in this game, just 25 years old. Yes, sir. I got to imagine that you have to have some good mentors that are close to you. Yeah. Who are some of those people that you're looking up to right now? Uh, so a really close friend of mine, and he uh, he was also my coach back in high school, was uh, Eric Dickerson, who coach, head coach at Marquette. You know, he's really been a big um, role model for me and somebody that definitely helped me out with this process of, you know, kind of learning the ins and outs and different things like that. Uh, somebody I continue to reach out to all the time is Keith Williams who was a former NFL offensive lineman. He was my offensive coordinator in college. Uh, and I just kind of run some things by him and just kind of see what his thoughts are on different things or, you know, different things like that. And he kind of just helps me grow every day. So, you know, we stay in contact all the time and we just kind of, he feeds off of it and helps me grow with it. So I got to, I got to imagine that you were going into this season as the offensive coordinator again this year. Yes, sir. So the offense, you already had a grasp on it. Yes, sir. Are you still coordinating the offense? I am not. Our coach, Wade Dobson, is our new offensive coordinator, and he's doing a phenomenal job. And who's coordinating the defense? Uh, Jeff White. He's, uh, he's, he was going into it being our defensive coordinator at the beginning of the season. Okay. So he just kept the thing, thing rolling on the defensive side, doing what he does and, and dialing up different things. So. And you're managing both sides of the ball? Yes, sir. I'm managing both sides of the ball and trying to just help out wherever I can. So, I mean, I'm making sure that obviously seeing the whole game as a whole now rather than just one side of the ball and kind of cheering on our defense, I'm being being all over the place. So, Your team is 1-3. and three. You had a great win over Triad, a tough, tough one-point loss on a safety last weekend in the third quarter to Belleville West. We're almost halfway through this season. What do you like about your team so far? 
I love the fight that, that our boys have. I mean, you know, I've seen it, and I mean, being from Alton, some things that we just haven't fought to the end, and, and something I preach to these boys is compete until the very end. I mean, give everything you have. I mean, because you never know when your last play is going to be. So I keep telling these boys every day that, you know, you can't take it for granted. I mean, because, you know, I never did, but, you know, in ways I kind of did, just thinking it would be there tomorrow. And, you know, I just tell them to keep competing and keep working their tails off. And they've been a true blessing on actually showing up. I mean, I put them through, put them through a lot to get them mentally prepared and physically prepared for Friday nights. But they definitely show up every day to work, work their tails off. So it's definitely been something that the boys have done a great job adjusting to it. I know you're not lying because I stood there and watched it. <laughs> you saw me. Yeah. You saw me. And I saw the sprints at the end, the half field sprints at the end and guys wanted to give up and that's when you really got the most vocal yep because you know as a coach it's how you finish that practice exactly that's how you're going to play in that fourth quarter yep see you want to hire me when i'm done coaching <laughs> tennis there i want to come coach <laughs> football all right i want to talk some more about this season in a second but first if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the metro east on the illinois or the missouri side please give our partners at keller williams marquee Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, the chance to serve you. They've got offices in O'Fallon and Edwardsville with more than 165 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 11,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing, and they helped us find the perfect home, and they can do the same for you. No wonder they've been ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at BlastingGameGroup.com. You will not be disappointed. I think, well, I'll let you answer this question. Coaching the X's and O's, getting out there with the Jimmy and Joes is one of the jobs of the head coach. But you're going to have to be a fundraiser, and to a degree, you're going to have to kiss some babies and all that kind of stuff in this offseason. Are you yeah. ready for that? Um, I'm more than ready for it. I mean, you know, I mean, whenever I was younger, I always wanted to, not necessarily younger, but once I realized my playing career was coming to an end, I knew that I wanted to be a head coach, and I knew that obviously I had a lot of growing to do because, you know, I was playing, so I never seen the coaching side of it. But once I started getting into it and realizing what it takes and I've just wanted to be a head coach ever since, and now I'm getting my shot, and, I mean, I'm ready for all that comes with it. So, you know, I, we've already started coming up with some ideas for some fundraisers for the off season, and, and started coming up with our strength conditioning coach, a good uh, program for those young guys who will be back next year. And so we're definitely getting some stuff rolling in the past. You know, we've kind of waited till the off season to get stuff rolling. I was like, no, it's the present that we got to start planning this stuff in advance so we know, hey, we're doing X, Y, and Z on these days and, you know, ABC on this day. So we got to be prepared for all aspects of it. It looked to me like your numbers are pretty good. Yeah, we got roughly about 90 kids on the roster with uh, freshmen all the way to seniors. That's healthy. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. What is your vision for the Redbird football program? When I sit here and, and say, okay, Coach Markle, picture the next 5, 10, 15, 20, what does that look like for you? Uh, I think for me it's – uh, you know, thinking in the next five, 10 years, I'm, I'm worried about the present. And I know that obviously we want to get back to being a great team and being a great team in Alton for the football team and get that love for the football back in the city. Uh, each year, I just want to continue to building to, you know, 
we're competing with the teams, and we play in an amazing conference. I mean, you know, with Edwardsville and East St. Louis, Louis and the O'Fallons. I mean, everybody in our conference, I mean, those guys can win any given day, and they show it, and they play hard. I want us to be able to compete week in and week out, and I think we're going in the right direction. I want to be able to start stacking wins and stacking great weeks. So that's what the ultimate goal is for me for the program in the future is to be able to have great days and stack them up to get wins and to be able to compete with the best of the best. So, What will it take for that to happen? What will it take for you to compete with the best of the best in the Southwestern Conference and the state? How will Alton have to grow? How will your program have to improve specifically? I think we just got to continue to buy in. And like I said, this year we're doing an amazing job with it. You know, you always have a couple of stragglers, but I think as we continue to buy in and grow into the process and what, you know, I've been preaching and what my coaching staff's been preaching, then we're going to continue to buy in and keep building off of that and get to that point to be able to compete with everybody. I think we've taken a great step so far this year. I mean, our boys fight to the very end and they, they keep their heads up, keep each other positive, and they're always fighting. I think that's just the first small step of stuff that we're going to be able to accomplish in the next few years. Is that the mark? of a Cody Markle team that they will compete hard until the end? Yes, sir. What are the other things that I should look for? When I go to, when I go watch the Redbirds play football this year, what are the other things I should be looking for from your squad? Well, first things first, I mean, I think we have a phenomenal defense. Uh, Coach White does an amazing job of dialing things up, you know, whether it's in the disguising coverages or blitzes or whatever it is. I mean, he does an amazing job with it. I think our defense, we have a lot of guys that like to fly around sideline to sideline, especially our linebacking core. Uh, we got a really young linebacker, and he's got an IQ for the game that's out of this world, and Elijah Stuckle does an amazing job. I mean, honestly, he he's one of those that he watches film enough. He can tell you what's going to be ran just by the formation or how they're aligning. So that's always nice to have on your defensive side as your captain. And I think offense, we got a lot of young skilled players. Uh, you know, with Travis Billups and uh, JQ, our young quarterback, Riley Smith, those guys have an amazing connection, and I think it's only going to grow and get better. So, I mean, they're just going to be able to keep, you know, making those connections, whether it's passing or we do a lot of different screens and things like that. So, I think that's going to be something that's awesome to see for years to come. What year is your quarterback? He's a sophomore. Starting with a sophomore on purpose? So that you can build this program? <laughs> no, that was the plan for me going into, even if I wasn't the head coach, I was offensive coordinator. Uh, believe it or not, when you talk to the young man, he seems like he's a senior, and he's been a starter since he was a freshman. He carries himself with such poise, uh, the just the respect that, that kid has. He's, he's an amazing leader. I mean, he is the first one in, last one to leave. He's always working hard, staying after practice with guys just to make sure we got the chemistry down and, you know, make sure the routes are ran right. Or, you know, if our line needs help with uh, the snaps or making sure they're getting the right kick slides at the quarterback depth before they take their techniques on different things, he's going in and doing other positions drills to help them get better. So, I mean, our team really rallies around this young quarterback even with, you know, a lot of older guys on both sides of the ball, they rally around this guy and see that he's our leader and one of the faces of this program. Awesome. I need to have him on the Metro Esports podcast soon. How about you come back at the end of the season with him? Yeah, we would love that. Coach Cody Markle, young man, has taken over the Alton Redbird football program. He's fun to watch coach practice. <laughs> he, I can't wait to watch you in a game sometime. I, I mean, you got to be into it. Oh, uh, 
I'm crazy. I'm jumping up and down the sideline. I'm running. If you if I show you any of these huddle films, you'll see me running 40 yards that way, 40 yards back, jumping up and down, getting hype with the boys. I, I love it. Love everything about it. Are the kids responding to your enthusiasm? Oh, yeah. It's definitely been a big jump of it. I mean, the kids see me getting, you know, excited and active and all over the place, and they're just like, oh, yeah, no, we're matching that energy real quick. Coach Cody Markle, thanks so much for coming by. Good luck at the rest of the season for I the I appreciate Redbirds. it. Thank you for having me. Okay, we get to talk tennis next with Cougar tennis coach Adam Albertson and one of his star players, Sidney Rogers. This is the Cougar Corner with Keaton. Yep. Welcome right back, here. Keaton. Thanks. Manager to be here. Manager of the men's basketball program. How are you? I'm I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm great. How's the basketball team? Uh looking good. Um, you know, I'm there for practices like pretty much every single day. Um, there's a couple of days where I have to miss because of classes, but, uh, they're looking good. Um, I'm excited for the season and, you know, first year as a actual manager for the team. And I think everybody is wondering how's Rayshon Taylor's knee, both of his knees. He's practicing. He's looking good. He's looking good in my opinion. I think he'll be ready for the season. How's coach Baroni? Is he getting horse yelling at you? No, not he yelling at me. You or just the players? Yells at everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Does he yell at the tennis coach too? Sometimes, sometimes we argue over if the ball is yellow or green. That's his big thing. Okay, welcome to the show, Coach Albertson. Good to see you again, Coach Leip. How are you? I am well. It's always it's always fun to talk tennis, like I said. And uh, you brought with you Sydney Rogers, the transfer from Bellarmine. Yes, sir. That's me. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. All right, let's start with you. Yes. Fall season is kind of like the tune-up for the real season, the spring season, right? Is that yes, how you is. would describe it? Yes, yes. We kicked off about a week and a half ago, had our first home invite, and then we have another one coming up this Friday, Saturday. We're here at home again for the SIUE invite. Um, it's been off to a fast start. Fast, you know, we had a couple new players like Sydney, Paula, and then everybody knows Chloe from right here in Edwardsville. So it's been fun to kind of mix those in with our veterans too. So fall is all about learning growing, kind of seeing where our team is and getting the feet wet. And it's been a really, really good start so far. Who do you have this weekend? This weekend, we're going to host Lindenwood, Southern Indiana, and Umsel. Uh, so in a little hidden dual format. So we'll kind of get a look at everybody. It'll give us a chance to kind of rotate our lineup through, get everybody some different match play, kind of push them. But the best part about fall tennis is getting back to practice the next week. What do we need to work on? Where where can we grow? So What is that word you used? Hidden dual? Hidden dual format, yes. What does that mean? So we'll play singles. We'll open up Friday at 10 o'clock with singles against Lindenwood. Uh, we'll later on in the day play doubles, I believe, against Southern Indiana, um, and then doubles against Umsel. Then the following day, you'll flip it, and you'll play the other teams in singles, reverse it, doubles, and singles again. So huh. you'll leave the weekend playing almost a full match against everybody. Interesting. Hmm. Never heard that term before. All right, Sydney, let's get to you. Okay. You transferred here from Bellarmine. Why? Um, things just weren't really working out uh, the way that I was wanting over there, and um, I just decided to pursue something that I think was going to fit me better, just team-wise, academic-wise, things like that. And so, um, lucky for a uh, coach over here, he's got a player on this team that I've known since I was about probably nine years old. Who's that? Uh, Margo Gubelbrett. Um, she's from Memphis, but we played a lot of tournaments together in juniors and, you know, she already had a spot open in her apartment and was like, Hey, I'm not telling you to come here, but I have a spot open in my apartment if you want to come. And so, but I came up on campus and, uh, hit it off. I think pretty well with coach for the most part, maybe. Um, and, uh, 
I, I I knew I could take Margot's word for it. Uh, we've been close for a long time, and I I love the girls, and practice has been great. Um, it's been a huge improvement, just practice wise and um, like lifting wise, things like that. So I'm I'm ex- I'm really excited about it. She's downplaying it a little bit. Sid's been a rock star for us. <laughs> you know, just the professional side she brings to workouts, practice, match play. Uh, it's it's been a great great addition. We're we're excited. Are you from Arkansas originally? Yes, yes, I am. We just play. We play Fayetteville every year. I don't know if you're familiar with them, yes. but we we good team. Yes, there were a couple girls um, from Jonesboro. The Rice sisters were there, and one of them transferred back to Arkansas State. But I think the older one might have just graduated or so. But we've followed them a little bit. Okay, describe your game. <laughs> okay, um, I'll describe it as I like to think so I'm more of an aggressive baseliner but I like to mix in my net play for sure um over the past year I've been uh incorporating more servant volleying into my game which is something a lot of girls don't like um I should do it more often than I do um which I'll keep working on it that's what the fall is for is to try to implement new things in the game that um you think you you know you can improve and that are going to be effective against other players um but it definitely helps me out in doubles um, not, not too scared to, to go up there in doubles, you know, charts and that, whatever it is. Uh, so that's something that I, I enjoy. I really like doubles. Um, and I'm getting to play with Margo. And so we kind of have, uh, that chemistry that we've had for a long time. And so sometimes it can be difficult to find a doubles partner that you don't get mad at, <laughs> but me and Margo do a pretty good job with that there. Um, we, we, we kind of, Keep each other in check for the most part. Um, but we had Margot on the show also. Yes. I don't know Recently. if those two have ever had a bad time on the court <laughs> together. You know, they 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 have a party at the yeah. net, but they have a party all the time together, it seems. Yeah. Well, you kind of read my mind when you said it helps you in doubles. Yes. Because that was going to be sure. my next question. If you like to serve in volley, that's going to help you in doubles. For sure. For sure. And your doubles is something that you enjoy because a lot of kids go to college tennis and they've been – schooled but that singles is all that matters mm. and their club yeah. pro is emphasizing singles I was born I was I came up the exact opposite um so I had a coach she uh her name is Emily Metcalf she graduated from Michigan State she played there for four years she graduated a couple years ago but um our coach always brought us up on doubles I was learning you know how to transition back and forth whenever you're at the net during a point you know signals I was learning signals whenever I was probably 13 maybe 14 years old and that's something not a lot of girls are doing at tournaments that's most girls kind of just got there and they're just kind of trying to put the ball in and you know if the, if the ball comes to you at the net you just hit a volley but um that's something I've known for a really long time is and my coach especially when she got to college she ranted about it how important doubles was like getting the point the doubles point can be a game changer for the whole entire match I mean it's it's so much more comforting knowing going into singles you only have to win half the matches instead of having to win the majority having to win four to be able to win the match um and you know once you experience it too as an athlete you know last year at Bellarmine we it was just like it would feel defeating sometimes you win the doubles point it's like man we have to win four singles matches if we want to win this and we were the underdog in almost every match last year so it's um I feel pretty good about the the doubles we've got going on this year. So hoping that'll help us out whenever the spring rolls around. So did you play high school tennis? Yes. Yes, I certainly did. I played, I played every year. So I played singles. 
you didn't play doubles in high school. Mm, we weren't allowed to. Um, so is it like an either or proposition? Yes, yeah. What was your and, format? Four singles, three doubles? Um, so I never actually really played in any of the matches. I would kind of just show up for conference and state and overalls. <laughs> Um, uh, my first year, my coach had me show up to match, but the way it kind of goes in Arkansas is like, we didn't have any competitive players where okay. I was from. I was, and so like after my first year, like I, I think I won two of our matches and it was like, you know, it was, they were quick matches. And so, um, I just kind of went through and I won district and state and all that. Jazz. Oh, you were a state champion. Yeah. Four times. Uh, it was no what's big si- deal. No big what's deal. Si- how many how many <laughs> classifications are there in Arkansas? Um, there's seven, I believe. So okay. the first year we were five A, and then the last three years we were four A. So we got moved down after my first year. And so so seven A is bigger than one A. Yes, seven A is the biggest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there was about in my high school, I think two fifty or so students in my high school or in my class, not my high school. Okay. Sorry. In my so class. a thousand kids at your high school. Probably. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Good choice. You brought a talker. <laughs> she brings a lot of energy to that's, our team. <laughs> that's the number one thing. When coaches ask me, who do you want me to bring out? We say, the kid that talks. She's got it. She's got it. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about golf. You play golf? No. no. Got it. Thank <laughs> the Lord I don't. Because Located northeast of Edwardsville, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility, and their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself or with your buds, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I will attest Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your next tee time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656 5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. How'd you get started in tennis? Uh, I was about seven years old, and it was kind of uh, on the whim thing. Uh, my mom, she played in a lot of league matches whenever I was younger, and so I decided, every, like, every night she would come home, and she'd be tucking me into bed and be like, Mom, did you win tonight? And she'd be like, yeah. Or if she said no, I'm like, shocked that my mom didn't win like what do you mean you didn't win and so I wanted to go out and watch one of the matches one night and I watched them and when she came off the court uh I told her I was like I want to do tennis lessons and so she was like okay and so they my parents were they they're the most supportive people in the world and so they I went to my first little clinic and I fell in love with it and a year later I decided I was eight I was like I'm ready to play college tennis that's what I want to do and so that's that was the goal for forever, and uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to get to do that. Um, not only at one school, but two. <laughs> Any other sports growing up? Uh, I I kind of played a little bit of everything. Um, I played soccer when I was younger. I also did ballet, um, but my main other sport was volleyball. I played that for six years, so I did that from third grade till my freshman year of high school, and then um, after my first year of high school, I decided to just focus on tennis. Um, because it was volleyball takes up a lot of time, uh, especially in the summer. I played um, club volleyball, so I would be traveling. But summer and juniors is big time tournaments going on. Uh, so you know, it was always a battle of which one I was going to go to, and you know, kind of feeling like I'm you know let my team down a little bit if I'm not there in the summer or whatnot. 
Um, but yeah, once, once my freshman year hit, uh, I just focused on tennis and then I was at an academy for, um, a year over in my junior year and then came back for my senior year. Which academy? Uh, Gomez Tennis Academy. It's in Naples, Florida. Um, but that was when COVID had kind of shut down during my junior year. So my school offered online. So I still got to do my high school online. So I still got to compete at the state tournament. So I got to come home, um, and come compete in conference and state and overalls. So. Coach, seems to me like you got a bunch of good players on the roster this year. We're really excited. You know, the depth, one through eight right now. Um, and I think we have so many areas we're going to get better. You know, we talk about doubles being one of our favorites and our strength, but I think that's an area that's going to get better with Margo and Sid playing together more. Um, our three doubles is made up of a freshman and then Mia, who was such a strong player last year. There's just a lot of areas that I think with comfort, it's going to get better and better, and we're, we're so excited. You got Belgium back. Jill is back. Jill is back. Year five. Year five. Uh, she used her COVID extra year of eligibility uh, to come back, start a master's program, and I, she's excelled on and off the courts, and we're we're pumped. That's a huge thing. You know, it brings a lot of stability. Um, she is such a strong, focused player. Uh, the little things she is on top of, you know, the training, the practice, everything she does, she, she wants to be really, really good at, not just okay. Uh, there is no kind of cutting quarters. So, she, she brings something to our program with that veteran leadership, and, and she we're, we're very, very pumped she's back. you got to love a lot of things about this team. Good students. Yes. A yes. lot of depth. Good students, great great people. Um, I, I joke with my wife, it's fun to go to practice. It's fun to go to weightlifting. It's fun to be around this team. And just the way they, they interact and support each other, it, I, I can't complain at all. When you are recruiting girls, you're looking for tennis girls girls that can play the game but you got to look for good kids too yeah. because it, you got a small team yes you yes. know and if and you can get drama fast so you got to recruit good kids how do you make sure that the kid is a good kid because a lot of people can put off the good vibe but then you find out later on well this kid isn't really who I thought she was how do you how do you how do you do your research you are spot on dave ever since i've been to SIUE, that has changed the way i recruit it changes the way i coach a little bit because your team is so small that who you bring into your family it it can shift it one way or the other and it affects the results it affects everybody's experience and so getting to know them as well as i can getting to know the people around them how they interact with their families um, have other players cross paths with them. You, you just constantly have to dig. And sometimes something that I've probably changed since I've been here, you pass on a good player because maybe it's not the right fit for the Cougars. Uh, we, we've, we've really gotten picky and we've really kind of changed our, our, just our program. And I think it's helped us be more successful lately too. So finding the right fit is just as important as, how the results are and where they can grow in their game. So yeah, you're, you need to hit that one on the, on the head. What are the little things you're looking for? One of the things that I look for, you carry your own bag on and off the court. <laughs> if, if mom or dad comes and grabs that bag, that's a red flag. That, that's, carry that's, your own bag. Hey, that that's, was how I brought up. I carried my bag for every match. My especially parents, if you mm -hmm. lose, <laughs> you know, in the recruiting process, uh, I like a kid that takes control of the recruiting process you know, it's it's not mom and dad that are doing all the phone calls and getting to know you. It's building that relationship with the student. I think that's important to me. Um, you know, something I've I, probably one of my favorite things is how athletic are they? Where's the room to grow in their game? 
Uh, there's going to be a lot of polished kids that are just going to college tennis because that's the next step or their friends are signing. And so now they need to commit somewhere. I want somebody fired up to play, somebody that wants to get better, somebody that's going to bring that same energy four years down the road when they're a senior. I mean, everybody's going to come in fired up as a freshman, but my goal is to keep it fun, keep you growing, keep it loose. Sid knows that. Um, but I, I want players that are fired up. I don't. I think a lot of us in coaching say we want to keep it loose. We want to keep it loose. But I don't know that all of us know how. How do you keep it loose? I think that's changed probably in my years too as, as growing as a coach. I can tell you my previous spot, it's it's changed to where I am now. Um, how do I keep it loose? My, my motto to them, and they hear me say this all throughout the year, it's, it's not my program, it's our program. So there's a lot of times I'm going to ask you guys, what do you guys want to do in practice? What do you guys need today? Uh, do we need to go long? Do we need to go short today? You know, it, it really is ownership in the program where they feel like, hey, coach will actually listen to me. It's not just a – I'm going to say something and it's in one ear out the other. And so. I'm sure they're always saying, coach, we need to go long. And I think we need to do a timed mile. <laughs> we, we that's that's the, the most mile. popular answer, right? right? Yes. The time mile hasn't been brought up too often, but <laughs> it'd be surprised. They, they want to get their work in. And I, I appreciate that. So keeping it like fiery and then keeping it loose. How do you like differentiate between the two? Like, obviously you have the kids telling you like, you know, like I want to keep it short today or keep it long. Do you think that comes down to like their the actual players wanting to keep it like intense? Do you do you put that kind of onto them rather than on you keeping them fired up? You know, I th I think one thing that we ask for, whether it's practice, whether it's the weight room, whether it's a warm up, is uh, focus and energy. Mm -hmm. You can bring that focus and energy, then we can get a lot done in an hour and forty practice. Yeah, um, that is something that you can't coach. You can't continue to say, hey, 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 I need focus. I need energy. I need energy. It kind of needs to be something where there's a standard and they know to bring it. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think once you get players that are bought into giving that certain standard, then everything else kind of takes care of itself. Falls into place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you about who the teams are to beat in the conference. I'm going to ask you about what's going to happen in the spring. But first, winter's almost here. It's fall. And it's time to check your heating unit. Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning is a family-owned and operated HVAC company that strives to provide quality heating and cooling services throughout the Metro East, including Edwardsville, Collinsville, Belleville, Troy, and O'Fallon. A proud train distributor, their technicians install and service all makes and models of equipment. Whether you're looking to maintain, repair, or replace, Viviano has you covered. For service you can trust, don't hesitate to call Viviano today at 618 345-7498 or visit them online at vivianoair.com. It's hard to stop a train. Talk to me about your schedule this spring and who's going to be tough in your conference. You know, when you look at the OVC, I think there's going to be a lot of teams. We, we keep adding teams. You know, Western Illinois jumps in with us. Uh, Lindenwood, Southern Indiana are continuing to add players, get better. SEMO is the team that has won the title the past two years. Uh, we, we had a matchup with them in the championship last year and we're, we're excited to keep pushing and try and try and take them down. But right now they're the ones that have, have knocked us off recently. So we're so you finished second them. in the conference last we year. Did, we did. We finished second in the regular season and then second in the OVC championship. We lost a tight match with them there. Did you qualify for the national championship last year? No, it was a one-bid league with SEMO moving okay. on. Yeah, gotcha. And who did they play in the national championship? Do you know? I believe they saw Tennessee first round. And, and lost. Boy, they gave them – a heck of a fight. They it did? Beyond the box score. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. So, SEMO is an experienced team. 
graduate a few players but added a few so it'll be a fun matchup we're actually going to head to their spring invite next weekend about the 29th 30th so it'll be a fun little first early look how much will a team's roster change between the fall and the spring you know there's there's always teams looking around to see if there's a player that could add maybe come in january that's the unique thing about tennis right you have between international students who maybe their academic calendar is on a different little schedule than us, as well as some that maybe play tournaments for a while and then decide, hey, now I'm going to start the college route. So there's always teams looking to add in January. Um, so you, you never know. Everybody's always trying to get better. What do you study in Sydney? Uh, I'm a biological science major, so biology. Um, that's that's my jam. Uh, I'm thinking pre-PA right now, but um, I'm interested in a lot of different things, so we're we'll see. I think she has a career in radio and television, Coach. What do you <laughs> she, think? I think she handles herself she behind the microphone very well. You know, she she brings such a confidence, comfort, and energy to our team. Um, I often joke with her that you don't seem like a sophomore that just transferred in here a few weeks ago. You you seem like a junior senior who's been here for years and kind of knows the ropes. So it makes my job a lot easier with that too. Where where do you live? Do you guys are do the girls live on? In uh, nobody lives at Tower Lake anymore, do they? No, no, no. The the days of Bob Myers running around there and you guys yeah, are yeah, those are, that was a while are, ago. Are a little different now. So everybody lives in the like the the dorms there by the college proper. The freshmen live on on the freshman dorms on campus. Okay, uh, we have a few that mix in at Evergreen, kind of the apartment suites right on campus, and then recently we've had a few that have kind of transitioned to off campus apartments and homes and different things around Edwardsville here, really close. Cool. How have you found Edwardsville itself? thus far, Sydney? I really like it. Um, I came from Jonesboro, Arkansas, which is about 70,000 or so people. Uh, so this is smaller population-wise, but it feels somewhat similar to Jonesboro, just kind of the way it's set up. You know, Jonesboro is not a big, like, commercial town or anything like that. And so when all my parents and I could talk about when I came up to visit was how clean it was and like the buildings just seem like it seems like there's something new getting added in constantly like the buildings look new things are nice the campus was beautiful uh, it was not what I expected at all it definitely exceeded my expectations um, and so I, I really like it it has everything that I could really ask for they have Edley's barbecue which you like it that was a big selling point for me I didn't know they had those anywhere other than Nashville where my brother goes to school so that was that was a big deal. Coach looked out there with that. Shout out to Edley's. And for sure. How about we're getting an Olive Garden? That's a big deal. Oh, yeah. We're excited. We're excited mm -hmm. about that. Well, we're glad you're here. We're Thank glad you. you picked Edwardsville. Glad you picked the university. You did a good job recruiting this girl, but it sounds like Margot did a good job recruiting this <laughs> you know girl, what? honestly. We'll use all of our connections. <laughs> why wouldn't you? And absolutely. that's, you know what, if she's selling the program for you, that's, that's good for you, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Coach. Well, good luck this Friday, starting at what time again? Friday at 10 a.m., and then we'll have matches at, uh, I think, 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock on Friday, and then Saturday we'll kick off again at 8 a.m. Okay, well, good luck this weekend, and, and best of luck to you this fall, and then next spring I'll be out there to watch a match or two like I always am every spring, supporting you, rooting for you. Anything else, Keaton? I got nothing. You need to get down there and watch the women practice some I, tennis. I do Bring need Coach Baroni, bring the whole gang. Oh, yeah, yeah bring Rayshon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe he can work out his knee. You think? <laughs> you're gonna it's enjoy. You're gonna game. enjoy basketball games uh, this <laughs> this spring for sure. Sure. Okay. Thank you all for listening to the show tonight, and big thanks to guests. Where'd my guests go? They all left. Dalton Brown, Jake Curry, Cody Markle, 
We've got from the SIUE tennis program, Adam Albertson and Sydney Rogers. And for partners, Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquis, the Blasting Game Group, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. And for associate producer, Keaton Anderson, thank you for listening to the Metro Esports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East.